Yeah, good evening to DFJ News on the 8th of December 2021, the new show that provides you with the latest updates on the DFJ project. My name is Lord Mark and I'm happy to be your host tonight. If you like the show, then let's go crazy on the like button like there's no tomorrow. Hit it hard. It helps the project dramatically. Trust me, I just tried it before. It doesn't hurt at all. Also, subscribe to the channel and click the bell button that you get notifications when we are online and live again. Before we start in the actual topics of today, and trust me, there are a lot, I would like to welcome DC, my co-host and friend. DC, good evening. How are you? Hi, Mark. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, Newsroom. Exciting times. <laughs> a little bit more excited than expected. <laughs> and a little um, bit more excited than we actually would have wished for, but I yeah. think that's part of the game, right? Right, that's part of the game, part of DeFi chain. Uh, I like it. And uh, you mentioned a lot of topics. Uh, I would say we jump directly into the overview and then into Abs the details. Abs absolutely, let's do that. Okay, first topic, launch of the block rewards. And the second one is the bug uh, happened yesterday in the node software. Okay, third topic is I want to talk a little bit about decentralization on DefaGen. Next point, a very, very short explanation how the auction and the liquidation process works. Okay, quick update on community projects. And uh, last topic before the dates is regarding the proposal of using um negative interest how they work and what is the idea absolutely and last but not least future dates what to expect and what are the next shows on defa genius good guys let's just jump right into first topic so the big bang happened on Monday. We started with the decentralized assets on DeFi chain. I think this was the thing that everybody was like really, really looking so much forward. The whole Fort Canning update story, all the new wallet features. Uh, it was really glorious and great start. We saw APRs in the several hundreds and they still are there. At the moment they are between 280 and 400%. Uh, it was really, going really really well at the beginning people were buying dsd like crazy what also made the dsd price go up like insane compared to the normal dollar price we're gonna talk about this later a little bit um, a lot of things happened uh, the the dsd pool is now this the third biggest pool already on our decentralized exchange uh, i guess after bitcoin and ethereum and uh yeah hey a lot of uh, money was moved around from the uh, classic liquidity mining in the decentralized assets and also a lot of new money came in. I think it was really, really exciting to see a lot of brainstorming and trying to outsmart everybody out there. Where do I place my bets? Where do I provide liquidity? I think it was really, it was a great start on Monday. Super exciting, started more or less on time like planned. And yeah, um, that's the good news about it. And uh, it looks good. We just had a little hiccup last night and I think or yesterday in the afternoon. That's now DC's topic. Right, second topic. Uh, what happened yesterday? So Monday was very smooth. Yeah? People minted the token, moved them into the liquidity mining, everything fine. And yesterday um, we saw that the blockchain had a standstill, uh, German time, afternoon. Uh, I don't know the exact time between four and five o'clock. So no new block was minted. Uh, 
nothing can be done because you cannot execute a transaction if no new block is coming. Um, yeah, it was like a pause and a very long pause and it's getting longer and longer and some people are getting nervous or get it nervous um, because um, nobody knows or uh, knows uh, what happened in the background. And um, uh, they found out uh, that there's a special block with an, an auction and they caused a, a problem for the master nodes so that they cannot mint a new block. And um, what was behind it uh, after investigating the problem, um, there was a very, very small vault, uh, less than 20 sets uh, or value worth, uh, if it will be, or if it just was Bitcoin. And um, if you pay back or if you um, bet on the vault, you have to pay a fee, the penalty fee, 5% of the value. And this was less than the smallest amount you can transfer on a on a blockchain, the one sets. And this amount smaller than the smallest one available um, was the root cause for this uh, hiccup standstill. Um, no new block could be minted and the devs worked on a solution. So they uh, created a new node software, uh, which was distributed around 11 o'clock in the evening German time. Uh, and a little bit later, we saw new blocks. So it was uh, around about seven hours, no new block minted. And um, so no action could be done in this time. Um, some people are afraid, uh, what is uh, regarding liquidation of my vault? What is happening, happening in the background? Nothing happened in the background. The blockchain runs over blocks. If no new block is coming, no next step will be executed. So it's not time relevant, it's block relevant, the algorithm. What uh, or which scenario could be uh, the root cause for such a small vault? Uh, it was not tested uh, because it's a very, very special case, such a small vault. Um, nobody thought about it before the problem occurred. It's uh, normal and technical things. You are thinking about scenarios, uh, user want to bet on a loan, don't want to bet, loan is big, loan is small, but not the case, loan is very, very small. And now the question was also, how can such a small vault created or which user, or who is created such a, a small vault? Um, one scenario, very simple uh, afterwards is, you minted uh, an amount of token, and uh, you run the loan for time and pay back the same amount of token uh, you have minted, for example, 10 DUSD. And then you also accumulated a small amount of interest and you don't pay back the small amount of interest, remove nearly the complete collateral and let the rest run into liquidation. And then you have this very, very small vault so it's not a normal use case, it's a very, very special one. And um, afterwards, now we are uh, uh, familiar with such a use case, um, but before it was not uh, in the mind of the developer, so it was not tested. It's also not possible to find out all use cases, all things what could happen. Uh, you can test 10,000 things and you will miss one and this one cause the problems. Um, now we are very happy, a new node software is released, blockchain is running, 
maybe not 100% stable, so still under um, investigation, they all have a look on it. Um, if uh, there are other problems, we also saw some problems today with the light wallet. So the note in the background was not updated. You don't see the rewards uh, coming in. There are rewards generated. You just don't see it in the light wallet because it's not communicating with the note. Um, but the blockchain run today. And um, now we are more or less back on the normal track. Um, but sure, everyone is now still looking on the blockchain. And if a block takes a little bit longer, you directly see the messages in the channels. Here, maybe blockchain stands the problem. No, it's running today. I, I, I find it so, so extremely in some way weird that people think, you know, like like you can build a fortune in a day. I think investing also in crypto takes some time, right? And people freaking completely out if if the rewards are not the same uh, day by day. Guys, uh, mm -hmm. it's time in the market. It's not going to make you rich in one day. We all want to benefit as much as possible, but uh, keep that in mind as well, right? Uh, 30, 30 DFI more on one day are not going to yeah. <laughs> so take it easy. Um, very, very good comment, Mark. So is, there were users complaining that they are now missing a few hours of rewards. They're not. Um, for, for all them out, uh, yeah. uh, please think about the developers. They worked till the complete night to solve the problem. Um, they had other problems. They're missing a few DFI. Um, yeah. And, and you notice another point. If the chain, if there's a standstill, nobody gets rewards. It's not only yeah. you are getting no rewards. I mean, you're virtual you out there, right? So, uh, yeah, that, I think the devs uh, did a great job. And yeah. uh, that brings us maybe to the next topic. Um, I call it decentralization on DeFi chain. Um, th there was a lot of discussion out there especially when it came to the light wallet issue, the light wallet didn't show the right amount of rewards uh, after the after the blockchain restarted and, and more and more full nodes were upgraded and people said, I don't see the rewards. Is there, do we have a centralization issue because the light wallet is not a full node? And you have to be really aware that the light wallet is not a full node. And I want to explain what's the difference between a full node and light wallet, because people get here slightly confused. And in some videos, there were also wrong explanation. What we call a node is like a full node. That means it runs the blockchain on it and it's part of a decentralized network. And we have about over 10,000 master nodes and we have thousands of full wallets, the classic old, the good old that we are used to full node wall a full node that runs on your desktop pc and now we have a new tool and that's the light wallet and there are two light wallets out there there's the one from the safe team they built their completely own uh wallet and then there's the light wallet from the core development team and that was also cloned by the dfx team and these light wallets are actually a very convenient gadget or feature that gives you access to all the functionality but it doesn't run the blockchain and you rely on another node so you are actually really trusting that some other node gives you the right data i don't want to say that this is uh, a problem but uh, if you want complete decentralization for yourself and you want your token on your own wallet then you really have to install a full node that's very important and we are highly decentralized because with over 10,000 master nodes that's a decentralization that many other projects never reached and they are not as long on the market as we are so that's really really good 
Another point for decentralization was what we really needed. We would need a node software, and maybe there are some really cool devs out there that have very knowledgeable, and they could say we built, for example, a new node software in Rust, because that would give us a lot of security, and um, uh, if we could run and redundancy, sorry, that was the word I was looking for, a lot of security and redundancy that if one node software has an issue, like we had it this time, and there's another node software out there running on a completely different code base, then you can actually just switch over to another software, or you can see how they solve the problem in a different way and would stabilize the system dramatically. So that would be something what we could really need. Also, the third point about decentralization, there's always a small core development teams. They all get normally the, 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 all the blame if something doesn't work for, but they also hopefully get a lot of praise when they do something great. But there are a lot of developers in the community. They also support it very well. And I heard that from the core development team and from Julian today that he said it was actually an awesome effort. Everybody was working together. So this damaged block, the block number 39, whatever the full number was, was found by somebody in the community out there. And that shows how great we work together as a decentralized team. So it's not only the sm small team, even they have the most workload, but everybody was helping together. And that was great. And that's a real good sign that this is a healthy ecosystem and people are working together. So keep these things in mind maybe before you start blaming and, and putting wrong information out there. We are highly decentralized and the degree of decentralization, you pick the tools yourself. That's very important. Cool. Then next point, uh, how do auction works on DeFi chain? Um, a lot of people are, uh, or were afraid yesterday that they got liquidated during this uh, pause of the blockchain. Um, we want to explain a little bit how the liquidation process works. So first of all, you should be uh, or you should have a range above the minimum ratio of your wallet. So for example, if you have 150% as a minimum collateralization ratio, you should not put in 157%. So this um, this range or this distance is too low. If the DFE, by, DFE price goes a little bit down, you run into the liquidation and then you have the problem. So there should be some distance between the minimum ratio and that you are currently holding. If you um, have a ratio, uh, for example, of, of this uh, 157, um, then you see also in the light wallet the next ratio. So a ratio is valid for uh, 120 blocks, uh, nearly one hour or round about one hour. Uh, the ratio is uh, fixed. So it's the current price and um, there's also the next price stored in the blockchain uh, and you see it as the next ratio. So if you recognize that your vault will be liquidated, you could put in additional collateral or you can pay back some minted tokens. So part of your loan to avoid it. If you cannot avoid it or don't want to avoid it, uh, the vault will be liquidated. So you're still holding the minted tokens, 100% uh, uh, or in form of the tokens are yours. And the collateral, so the, the minimum collateral ratio will be auctioned, for example, the 150%. Then other users can bet on your vault, so they have to uh, hold the same token you minted, for example, 100 DUSD token you minted, they have to pay 
at least this 100 DUSD token into um, the vault so that the same amount is then removed from the market. They also have to pay an additional penalty fee, which is 5% of the minted loan amount. So they have to pay 105 DUSD. This fee will uh, then after the auction be converted into DFI and burned. And um, the rest is uh, for removing the minted token. If users are betting more than this minimum of 105% uh, of your loan amount, you will get the difference. So if they are betting in our example, 120 DUSD token for your 100 DUSD minted vault, then you will get the additional amount of 15 DUSD for your vault, which you are losing. That's just how the auction works. Uh, now we saw also some questions. What happened if there's no one betting on my vault? Then the uh, after seven hours, so the auction will run for seven hours. After the seven hours, um, it will be checked if you are still into the liquidation. So the, the minimum pool ratio is not fulfilled. Then another round will be opened if you uh, have now reached again the minimum ratio. For example, the AI price as a collateral goes up and you are now over the minimum, then you are getting back your walls. So it was like before you are running into the liquidation. And that's just how this liquidation works on DeFi chain. So it's not directly Im immediately. There's an auction in the background. You can, can get back some additional tokens if someone bets more and um, everyone can bet also on liquidated walls. Currently command line, um, there's a better version in the light wallet and there will be a light wallet update uh, in the next days so that everyone can bet on walls in liquidation. Cool. Can I bet on my own vault? Sure. You can bet on your own vault. <clears throat> you can um, buy it back. Yeah, so if you, for example, this 150%, if you bet 150%, I think no one will uh, bet or should not bet more because then you are paying more than the vault is worth. Uh, you are getting back. What you will lose is 5% of the fee. So that's actually um, a security feature in some way <clears throat> if somebody gets liquidated because people think, oh, it's lost. No, it's not lost. You just need, you have to come up with the money to bet on your own vault, right? So right. You, can... you need, you need the, the money um, to be the most betting one. Yeah? You should not bet more than it is worth, uh, but uh, you need some additional money to your uh, token. So if you are still holding the token, you can use half of it and bet on it. Um, you will get it back because you are the one betting on it and you are getting it uh, because uh, the world is auctioned and uh, it's back to you possible cool great explanation dc cool so i think that gives a little bit more clarity how these auctions work i think as soon as the features are on the wallet uh, on, on on the software on the app then you will understand it most better Quick update, community projects, Accelerator team had uh, an article published on PTC Echo. Uh, it's a German crypto website. Uh, check it out if you're able to read German. I think a lot of our viewers might do so. Uh, it's about the D-Token launch on DeFi chain. That's all about the community projects for today. 
short short update today. I think everybody okay. was busy starting <laughs> into this. The community <laughs> projects had more to do in getting the bets right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no time. I have to do a liquidity mine. Okay, next point. Uh, a proposal from Usin on GitHub. Um, if you have not read it yet, uh, have a look on it. It's regarding this uh, wrong pool ratio of the DUSD token. An idea what can uh, be done to move it into the right direction. The idea is to introduce negative interest rates. So if you mint 100 DUSD token, you have to pay back less than you minted. For example, 95 DUSD have to be paid back. And uh, the rest one will remain in the ecosystem and the rest token are then untethered tokens. So they are not linked to a collateral value. So there's no security in form of cryptocurrencies. And um, these untethered coins are counted. So they will introduce a counter, uh, counting all the tokens uh, not paid back to the loan because of the negative interest. And if the pool ratio moves in the other direction, so people are more selling DOSD than buying, then we see uh, a DOSD token is less than $1 worth. We will introduce positive interest rates and with the positive interest rates, this untethered coins will be removed from the market. So the payback fee, the interest uh, will not be converted into DFI and burned. First, all the untethered coins will be burned. If we reach here zero again, then sure, DFE will be burned. And uh, before this amount of untethered coins will be introduced, that's the idea. So an incentive for everyone minting the USD token instead of buying or swapping them. But at the moment, just an idea. Uh, go on to GitHub, make comments if you like. Uh, there are great discussions. I had a short look uh, what's happening uh, yesterday. Really great feedback and the developers want feedback. So please participate uh, if you like the idea, if you don't like it, if you have other ideas to move the DUSD pool into the right direction. That's the goal. Cool. Awesome. Last but not least, next dates on DFG News. Uh, we have another show on the 15th of December upcoming and then like announced already, we're gonna go into a Christmas New Year break. So we're gonna rest for about three weeks and then we're gonna return in the second week of January. There's also no fireside chat and no tech talk. Everybody is like working uh, like hell anyway to get the project. Uh, moving forward and then i think everybody is gonna be away for a couple of days thanks guys for the ones who watch your recording that's it for today thanks for watching and see you next week for the last show of 2021 and for everybody else we're gonna jump over to a couple of questions and answers thanks a lot and have a good evening or afternoon thank bye you bye bye, -bye.